Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. Welcome to Pretty Dece, the short show about movies, comics, games, and all the pop culture in between. Today on the show, I want to talk about what has kind of been a developing story over the past couple weeks. And that involves uh, Twitch, of course, the popular game streaming service, and Ninja, their most popular streamer. You may or may not have heard, but recently, uh, as of the first of this month, Ninja actually left Twitch behind to stream exclusively on Mixer. Now, as I mentioned, Ninja is one of the uh, the the biggest, if not the biggest, I think he's he's far and away the largest streamer that was on Twitch. He had something like 15 million Twitch followers, a ridiculous number of subscribers. He was making millions of dollars streaming Fortnite predominantly on Twitch. And Twitch, of course, is the major main platform for streaming video games, and it's become kind of this phenomenon, this big movement in gaming. And Mixer is a site that that does similar things, offers similar things. And despite being owned by Microsoft, Mixer has been absolutely dwarfed by Twitch. Uh, its most viewed channel before Ninja came over had been in kind of the few thousand viewers range. Most of the things that are happening on Mixer are in the uh, couple hundred range of, of live viewers, and of course the vast majority of channels not even reaching that. So while Mixer is a, is a well-designed site, and there's really no reason that Mixer wasn't huge, it was just that the main audience for this type of thing, for game streaming, was happening on Twitch, and they had never moved over to Mixer because all the things that they want to see, all of the streaming personalities that they want to watch, we're streaming from Twitch. So obviously Ninja moving over is a big, huge thing for Mixer. And it seems like that this is a move that was paid for by Microsoft. Microsoft clearly is out there and wants to make Mixer happen. They have Mixer integrated with your Xbox and they they haven't given up on the service. And clearly with, with Ninja coming over and it becoming such a huge deal, um, it, it seems very clear that they have paid him a large sum of money. Obviously, we'll never find out exactly how much it is, but I would guess in the uh, the couple million range, if I had to, if I had to fathom a guess. Nonetheless, Microsoft paid for Ninja to come over to stream exclusively, which is a really smart business deal for Microsoft to try and get their Mixer platform some much-needed eyes and some much-needed attention. Obviously, they think that someone like Ninja moving over to, to their platform will create kind of a domino effect where more streamers come over simply because Ninja is there, simply because there are more eyeballs on Mixer. So that's been the story up until this past weekend. And then it developed even further and kind of in a really bizarre direction. So Twitch has not been taking it too well that Ninja has left their platform. The Ninja account on Twitch is still still in existence and Twitch was very very quick as soon as Ninja announced he was leaving 
to remove his blue check mark on Twitch, which indicated that he was a Twitch partner. So that's not that big of a deal, right? Like if you are not predominantly going to be streaming on our platform anymore, you will no longer be a part of our partner program. That doesn't seem that bad. However, it gets worse when you find out what they did to his channel. So normally when a channel is offline, Twitch has a pretty standard offline page. Uh, it'll show you s something along the lines of this streamer is offline, the streamer is not currently streaming, and it'll either play their most recent video or just show you the chat and kind of an empty not playing window. It's pretty standard and, and, and it's not really... Uh, it's not really something that you see much variation on as you're as you're clicking around Twitch. However, for Ninja, they made a special offline page for him that was only being used for Ninja that originally said, quote, the Ninja you're looking for is in another castle. And then instead of showing his most recent video or or, or linking to his, his most recent video page, it just showed other streams you might be interested in and populated that list with the top Fortnite streams that were currently happening. Ninja, again, was the literally the only person to have this special offline page, and it was clearly Twitch wanting to capitalize on the fact that people might not have known he switched over to Mixer, and were still, you know, typing in twitch.tv slash ninja, and then they might not lose them to Mixer. They might have them pop over to another Fortnite stream, instead of switching over to Mixer. Weirdly self-serving to kind of go that route for Twitch. Obviously, you know, Twitch is is supposed to be a, a platform. They're supposed to be kind of this weird, uh, kind of impartial platform a la YouTube, where they provide the tools, they provide the means to, to, to put yourself out there. But they they kind of have inserted themselves in this in kind of a really petty way. And it got even worse, and the thing that made Ninja finally uh, bring this to everyone's attention was that Twitch promoted a channel streaming porn on this special offline page for Ninja. The, the channel that was streaming the porn was streaming under the Fortnite category, but obviously was trying to fool people into watching this stuff and it it quickly became very highly viewed because it was this thing that was breaking the terms of service for twitch so because of that it had a high number of viewer counts and the offline page that they had created for ninja was automated it was just showing the top streams in the fortnite category so what did it show this porn channel at the very top of the list for the ninja offline page now, Ninja was obviously not very happy. Twitch is using his personal brand to promote stuff. In general, is kind of gross. And then using his personal brand to essentially promote porn. And Ninja has a, a huge following from children, from kids, uh, teens, people, you know, who you don't want seeing that kind of thing. And, and Twitch inadvertently showed that to, to who knows how many children. Now, obviously, Twitch took down that channel pretty quickly, but the, the damage was done and was only exacerbated by the fact that they had done this weird petty thing with this offline page. So since then, since, since uh, Ninja brought it up, people started complaining about it, Twitch has reverted Ninja's channels back to a regular offline page. But this is just one of the many things that's kind of 
leading people to have this growing concern and unease with Twitch as a whole. As I said before, Twitch is supposed to be a platform. It's just supposed to be this kind of impartial platform where users, streamers can can kind of build their own brand, build their own following, and build their own communities. And you would expect a platform like YouTube or, or like Twitch here to be above these types of petty things. This certainly seems very unbecoming of a company that's owned by a massive company like Amazon. Uh, they, they shouldn't be caring about a single streamer leaving their platform, no matter how huge that single streamer is. Or at least it's not something that they should be outwardly projecting to the public. Obviously, someone like Ninja moving over to Mixer puts a pretty big blip on the radar as far as as, as viewer count goes and, and, and money coming into your platform goes. But it isn't really a good look to seem so petty about the fact that he's leaving. There, of course, have been, been several other things recently that have people a little upset about Twitch. Uh, people are pretty concerned about the kind of growing inconsistencies with the enforcement of Twitch's terms of service. People definitely view that certain streamers are perceived to get away with things that other streamers cannot. So they, they don't really seem to be applying their terms of service and their rules evenly across all streamers. They seem to be playing favorites is at least the claim that a lot of people are making. And another recent example that happened uh, towards the end of last month was with a Twitch streamer's channel being sus being suspended for suspected fraud. So Craig Williams, who is a, a streamer, he streams racing games, really high-end racing games, uh, particularly with a game called iRacing. And Twitch suspected that he had fraud because he had a huge number of subscribers, and he only streamed about once a week, and he would gain a lot of subscribers when he wasn't streaming. Well, turns out that's a perfectly reasonable thing because for the uh, the payment of a Twitch subscription, he allows people to download his iRacing setups. These are specific configurations for the game iRacing that can take hours and hours and hours to create on your own and require very, very skilled people to create. So for just the cost of the Twitch sub, you were able to kind of grab all of his expertise and download all of these setups. A perfect, perfectly reasonable use and incentive to give someone for subscribing to you on Twitch, but Twitch banned him for this uh, and, and, uh, and, and told him, basically, you're not getting your, your account back. You clearly are scamming the system. When he, when he messaged them and, and tried to fight back about this, he got an incredibly unprofessional response from support that, again, was completely unbecoming of a company in general let alone one that is owned by Amazon. So these little things pile up. And even more than that, Twitch culture as a whole is something that is kind of increasingly being looked down upon. The, uh, the very toxic environment that can so often uh, build up as far as large channels on Twitch go is something that a lot of people are just trying to avoid. Um, that's why you see a lot of people trying out YouTube for streaming or streaming less simply because then they don't have the live chat toxicity happening upon them. If a streaming site can somehow figure out how to solve that toxicity issue, I think a lot of people would really love to see that. The, the huge question here, of course, is will any of this discomfort with Twitch and 
Ninja leaving Twitch, will any of that lead to a market share slip for Twitch? Will we see any of that needle shift over to Mixer or some other streaming platform? Personally, I, I think that maybe this is the the very first step in in a ball that is going to slowly get rolling. Because I've just heard enough people not be happy about Twitch, and Ninja is such a huge streamer, I think that he can really create a ripple effect from him from switching over. You know, he he might not be my favorite streamer, but I can I can definitely recognize the impact and the heft that he bring he brings with uh, with showing up on a platform. And Mixer is already a site that's that's well enough designed. I can really see people start to realize like, hey, Mixer's kind of cool and Ninja's here, so maybe I should just start streaming here. So we'll certainly see how this plays out, but uh, Twitch thus far has not handled it in a very professional manner. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about Ninja and Twitch and all of the ongoing drama between uh, those two juggernauts. If you want to check out all the past episodes of Pretty Dece, you can do that by heading on over to prettydeceshow.com. You can also check out the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash prettydece. And you can find me on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at prettydeceshow.